Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be respect my boundaries. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who says he's been following my work. He doesn't say how long, but he's been dating this woman for a while, and he claims that he's familiar enough with it that he knows the basic principles, hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. But that he asked me to focus a little bit more on or actually what he says is he doesn't think I do enough videos on long-term relationships. And so what, what I see when I go through his emails, part of his problem is, guess what? He didn't read the book 10 to 15 times. Because again, the people that have the best success stories are the people that read it 10 to 15 times. They get to know it so well, it's instinctual. And they just act as opposed to reacting, which is what most guys do, or guys that just kind of try to cherry pick the information. Because the idea is you read it 10 to 15 times, you learn the principles. And these kinds of examples, like this guy's email is going to be, is to help people tweak and fine tune their game. And what this guy really is having a problem with is that he's not setting healthy boundaries with this girl that he's been dating. They're exclusive and everything. But recently, she's admitted that she's, not only she admitted, but she's telling him about other guys she's flirting with. So she's literally inviting other dudes to flirt with her even though they're exclusive. And so at first he just basically acted like too much of a cold fish. Like oh, he didn't care. Like it's not a big deal. Teased her about it. But that's okay when you're just casually dating somebody. But when you're in an exclusive relationship and your girlfriend basically tells you, hey, I'm flirting with other guys and I'm inviting them to flirt with me, she's given these guys hope that they potentially could date and sleep with her. And so the question becomes from him is, is she testing me? Because obviously he acts like he doesn't give a shit. Then afterwards he's going, I really didn't like how that came off. That really kind of bothers me. And so obviously I completely would have reacted the exact opposite of what he did. So I wrote a quote on this topic and we're going to go through his email because this is important. Everybody has to deal with this. And it's not just your intimate relationships that you have to set boundaries. You have to do it in your friendships, your family, people that you're closest to, clients. Because, I mean, quite frankly, in all areas of our lives, we're going to encounter the proverbial turd in the punch bowl on numerous occasions. And you have to be able to deal with people like that and let them know what you're going to put up with and what what shit just ain't gonna fly because otherwise you're enabling the behavior and you're inviting people to walk all over you when people walk all over you they don't respect you and when it comes to women if the woman doesn't respect you she'll never love you so the quote says the number one most important thing to men in relationships is loyalty men have an innate tendency to seek out relationships based upon loyalty and expect their friends, family, lovers, and acquaintances to have their back. Many scientists believe that this is due to the fact that during the Stone Age, if people didn't have your back, you'd more than likely get eaten by animals. When a man cannot trust his teammates, this increases his fear and decreases his ability to remain in a peaceful and relaxed state and therefore make efficient and superior decisions that lead to success in the shortest possible time. 
and with the least amount of effort. In order to get what you want in life and be a superior negotiator, you must not tolerate people who constantly violate their commitments, yourself, your boundaries, or your dignity. So that's really what the theme is when I went through this guy's email. It just jumped right out at me. Because he's basically inviting more disrespect. And it's almost like he's kind of giving her a free pass. Like, hey, because in her mind, she's already revealed to him, hey, I'm flirting with these guys. And he was like, eh, I'll spank you later. And laughs it off. In her mind, if, if she's the cheating type, she'll think, oh, he just gave me the green light. Or, oh, he really doesn't care about me. Oh, it's I would have liked if he got a little bit jealous about that. And What's up with that? So there could be several things going on here. So he says, hey, coach, I'm a veteran of your work, and I've enjoyed your book and videos immensely. One area that I'd love to see you address more would be relationships that are more long-term exclusive. I do emails all the time on people that are long-term relationships, 20-year marriages, trying to get their their wife back. Here's the deal. When I do phone sessions with people that are struggling in long-term relationships, 99% of the time, they just simply stop dating and courting their wife properly or they became the submissive one and totally got in their feminine. The woman's moved into her masculine. There's no sexual polarities, no sex happening. And that's what I typically see the most. But this guy, but he hasn't been dating this woman for very long, obviously. And so, like I discussed in my book, you got to know the pickup skills, you got to know the dating skills and the relationship skills, and they all really come into play at different phases in your relationship. And so, what he's basically doing here is he's using pickup and dating skills that eventually lead to a relationship. He's kind of stuck in that area. He's using pickup skills in essence when he's in an exclusive relationship. So he's he's doing things he should not be doing and it's sending the wrong signal. So he really stepped in it with this one. So he says, I've been following your work for the past year. Okay, so he's been following for, for the past year and a half and your tips, methods and candid guidance has been life-changing on so many levels. How many times have you read the book? You after because I've already read this email. I can tell. I know when people have read it ten to fifteen times, and when they have it. And when I talk to people, I know if they've read it ten to fifteen times, or they haven't. The guys that struggle the most, they just haven't taken the time to do it. He says I've been rewatching many of the videos more than once, just because I find them both inspirational and oftentimes entertaining and confidence building. Thank you. Well, it's simply what I do. It's just my purpose. I've been dating the same woman for nine months. We have developed and expressed love and affection for one another and are seeing one another exclusively. Like you mentioned repeatedly in your videos, it is imperative that one loves in such a way that both parties feel free. It's also imperative that you know what your outcome is. So in this particular case, you're exclusive Obviously, the only reason you agreed to be exclusive or you should have agreed to be exclusive is if you wanted to be in a monogamous type of relationship. And so therefore, you have to be congruent with that. But if your woman brings something into your relationship that is a little bit out of integrity, which is basically what she's doing, that's not a good thing. You can't just let that fly and 
just take that little turd and sweep it under the rug and just and then you see another turd and then you sweep that one under the rug because eventually there's going to be a big pile of shit under the rug in your living room. Early this evening, my significant other reached out to me by phone, missed me, and left me a message on my cell phone after missing me on my landline. When I returned from work, I reached back out to her and during our conversation, she informed me that she had a great day, a rare one at a job she doesn't or hasn't felt has been a good fit for. So that tells me she's not happy at her work. Do you think that's going to have a positive effect on her attitude or a negative effect on her attitude and her quality of life? And it's important because if you're doing something you really love and the person you're dating is doing something they really hate, that can really create a source of friction at times. Especially if that person, if you're a go-getter and you're driven, you're a baller, you're focused, you're motivated and they're just simply not. They're just kind of lazy and maybe they can't pay their bills. They're just not responsible or they stay in a job that sucks. They don't know what they want to do or they're not not really doing anything to better their situation. Unfortunately, most people are like that. And if you're really driven and you're dating somebody that's kind of flaky or not as successful as you are, it's fine at first but after a while, this shit starts to grate on your nerves because you're just simply not going to respect them when they tell you that they can't make their rent payment or they can't make their car payment or they once again got fired from a job or they just stay in a crap job that doesn't pay them anything and they never do anything to better their situation. But again, like I talk about in the video, how to communicate with women effectively, when they're talking and they bring these things up like this, they start talking, telling you initially how I really hate my job. You say, well, do you want me just to listen or do you want my opinion on what's going on where you work? And if she's really thinking about making a move or the no she should do it, she'll come around and say, yeah, I like your advice. But a lot of time it's just, no, no, I just want you to listen. So it's important to ask that question and not assume, not go right away into trying to solve her problem. A lot of guys make that mistake and the women get pissed off because they feel like the guy's not listening to them. So again, he says, he says, early this evening, my significant other reached out to me by phone, missed me and left a message on my cell after missing me on my landline. When I returned from work, I reached back out to her. During our conversation, she informed me that she had a great day and a rare one, a job that she didn't like. However, she mentioned her newest assignment has her working with two new people she really likes. Another thing that's interesting about this is that women who are disloyal, this is, this is the way that they say – they tell a guy in essence, hey, here's your replacement especially – or your potential replacement especially if the guy is doing things to screw up. And then that way if they're hanging out and, oh, he kind of slipped and his dick just ended up inside of me, she can absolve herself from any blame because after all, she told you that they were kind of hanging out and having drinks, but just as friends. But then she could say, oh, it just kind of happened. And what you're going to see here in a second is she's literally inviting this guy to hit, hit on and flirt with her, which is not okay. With somebody you're exclusive with. It's okay for some of you just casually dating, whatever, not a big deal. But when you're exclusive and this far, almost a year down the road, no fucking way. Just think about it. 
do you you marry somebody like this it's saying shit like this you think you'll be sleeping with one eye open in the rest of your life and if they're she's doing it to you this early not a good it's a definitely a red flag so she's working with these two people she really likes and then she went on to gush about a guy in New Jersey who's a brilliant scientist and who's very funny. She went on to say, what do you think her interest in this guy is, this other dude? Sounds like she's pretty interested. Notice all the enthusiasm and how she's talking enthusiastically about another man. That's exactly what you want your girlfriend to call you up and tell you about. Oh, this is swell, honey. Are you trying to make me jealous? Is you know, is this supposed to be helpful to our relationship somehow? She went on to say that she's found herself teasing him. And the way she teases which is the way she teases and jokes with me. So she's basically saying, "Hey, I'm flirting with him in kind of a a sexual way that lets him know that I'm attracted." How does that make you feel? It's going to make my spidey sense tingle if this was my girl saying this. And she feels that she's becoming good at this. Well, honey, you should be flirting with me and not people that you know at work or other guys you know. I mean that's – how would you feel if I was out flirting with a couple beautiful women, a couple supermodels? And these supermodels were asking me out or telling me that they wanted to make me dinner. How would you feel about that if I said, I really kind of like that? And you know what? They said they'd make my favorite dish. And see what she says to that. Would you like that? I mean, if that's, that's cool if you go and do those things if we're just casually dating. But we're supposed to be exclusive and you're telling me that you're – literally inviting other guys to flirt with you in the same way that you and I flirt sexually and intimately that's not acceptable that's rude and disrespectful I can't believe that you would do that and bring this to me like you think this would be okay my response was on the along, along the lines of treating her like the bratty little sister you always allude to now, bratty little sister teasing her and being playful. He's acting like the chick he's trying to pick up and the girl he just started fucking. That's the first phase of the book. You know, a lot of guys, they start getting laid right away and they think, I don't need that relationship shit. Setting boundaries, communication skills. I'm, I'm getting the milk for free, you know. And then, so his response was great. Then I'll spank you for both of us. She cracked up, but when she got off the phone, I felt a first-time tinge. That's that sinking feeling in your gut where you're like, "Oh man." He behaved a certain way, and afterwards he's like, he knew something was off. Again, this is what happens when you haven't read the book ten to fifteen times. You could just, I mean, what? Things like this could be one or two sentences in my book that it's like every time you go through it, you remember a little bit more. And and all it takes is a few sentences or a few paragraphs or a page or two that you don't really get to know well enough and you have a situation like this come up and you don't really know the fundamentals. You don't know the boundaries. You don't know when a woman's pushing being disrespectful 
and when she's just telling you about other guys hitting on her. And then therefore you're in a reactionary mode, fear-based mode, a little too indifferent, too attached or detached I should say and you say something like that which is basically like, oh, hey, you want to flirt with other guys? Sure, no problem. Sounds great. Not a good idea. It's almost like you're encouraging her to cheat. And if she is the cheating type, then hey, green light, you know. And if it happens, if you're too, you know, the women like that tend to be a little narcissistic and selfish. And if she doesn't have the self-confidence enough to change her career, change her shit job, or do anything about it, if she's insecure, the, she might be a little narcissistic. And so the likelihood that she's potentially a cheater is higher. And so as you're out in the dating world, it's like these these are the kinds of things that are going to happen and you have to – this is why you date before you get married. So he says, I felt the first tinge questioning whether I should feel a little jealous that she was interacting with a coworker similarly to how we interact. Well, your spotty sense said, that don't feel good. Apparently, this employee flies to her location in Illinois twice a month but it's based in New Jersey. I'm pretty certain you would suggest that I don't bring this up. Not in this case, dude. You obviously don't like it. You're exclusive. How would you feel if like if you're away on a business trip and you're married to this girl like down the road and you got a couple kids and she tells you about the, you know, she got a babysitter and one of the guys from work is coming over with some wine. They're going to hang out and barbecue. And you're in another part of the country on a business trip. Oh, but he's just a friend. You you keep talking like that and that's the kind of shit that will happen. And then later on you find out that she's actually sleeping with this other guy. And you're like – and in her mind, hey, I told you we were talking and hanging out and it's like you didn't seem to care. That's the kind of shit they'll say and throw in your face. And since you didn't make me feel like you really cared, then you're in other words giving her permission to go and cheat. So he says – he continues on. He says, I'm pretty certain you would suggest that I don't bring this up particularly since I've been the alpha male up until this point. I'm not insecure or controlling and we give one another space to wonder about one another. However, I can't deny that to the point she gushed, it felt a bit odd. Again, that's – you got to stand up for yourself. This is more of an art than a science than anything else. And this is how you learn. That's why you write these kinds of emails. So I can go over them and help you tweak and fine tune it. But like I said, I can tell you don't you haven't read a ten to the book ten to fifteen times, dude. You're, you're trying to use pickup skills and, and and basic attraction skills when you're in the relationship phase. She's not a game player, and I didn't feel it was like a test. It felt sincere. What would you do, coach? I would just – what I would say at this point, I'd say, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking about what you said the other day and you know, I was kind of tired the other night. And I was like – you know, I woke up the next day and I said, she just told me she's flirting with other guys. And then I would repeat all that stuff that I mentioned before about how would you feel if I was flirting with other women or hanging out and going to dinner or going to drinks with other women. Would, you, would that bother you? I mean at the end of the day, we're supposed to be exclusive and exclusive means that I'm only dating and flirting with you and you're only dating and flirting with me. Now if you want to change the terms of the relationship to an open relationship, 
I don't know if you're willing to entertain that or not. I mean, I don't know what your outcome is because you didn't mention that in your email, but that's what I would tell her. If you're open to it, you say, great, we can have an open relationship and you can date who you want and sleep with who you want and I can do the same. But if you want to remain exclusive, that kind of shit is – that's just not appropriate. I wouldn't do that to you. It's rude and disrespectful. So that's just absolutely not, not okay. If we're going to continue to be exclusive, that is not going to happen again. But if you want to continue behaving that way with him and any other dude, then hey, we can't be exclusive anymore. We can still date and hang out and have fun and hook up. We can be friends with benefits. Or you could just say, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. I want a woman that's loyal and wants to be with me. Someday I'd like to get married and if loyalty doesn't really mean anything to you, I'll, I want to find that out now so I can go find a girl who that really matters to because I'm not interested in – always wondering what you're doing when you tell me you're hanging out with other guys or you're flirting with other guys. It's just not cool. You wouldn't like it if I did it to you, so that's just not going to fly. Otherwise, we need to change the terms of our relationship. So you definitely have to put your foot down there because like I said before, you're literally inviting her to start the process in essence of finding another dude to replace you. Definitely not good. You got to set healthy boundaries. You got to stand up for yourself and what you want. And remember, you don't get what you deserve in life. You only get what you negotiate. Strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. I'm not telling you to threaten her with the end of your relationship, but you need to let her know that the way she's behaving are not consistent with a woman who is in love who wants to be exclusive and who places a high value on loyalty, commitment and communication. She's behaving like a girl who's single and wants to see and play the field. So she, you need to ask her what is it that you want? What are you trying to what are you trying to instead of assuming, what are you trying to tell me by meant by actually going and flirting with other men why are you doing that when we're supposed to be exclusive what are you trying to communicate are you trying to make me jealous are you trying to see if i care are you doing it because you want to date and sleep with these guys it's like because it's it's not a nice thing to do it's that simple so what do you mean what's the point of all this and make her tell you explicitly why she's doing it and why she's telling you about this and then you can make the determination. But that's the kind of thing that makes my eyes go whoosh. That's like the deer in the headlight look. That's the kind of thing that makes you say, hey, dude, you need to fucking pay attention. You need to get get back into the book and bury yourself in the book. And you also should be looking at the attraction table that's in my book so you can get a really quick read on what her present actions are, what she's doing and what she's saying to get a true gauge on what her attraction level is for you because she her attraction level may have dropped but again because you don't know the book that well you're, you're not really paying attention to what to look for because you're thinking hey I've been getting laid all this time things are great we were exclusive she brought it up six months ago but remember it takes time for women to fall in love and it takes time for them to fall out of love and sometimes they start to fall out of love if you start screwing up so you got to see where you're going wrong turn around and again, if you look at the attraction level, you can see what she's doing based upon her actions. You can tell where it's at and then you know what to do based upon what's in the book to take corrective action. But here's the biggest thing. This is this is attesting the boundaries here. This is respect 
And remember, if a woman doesn't respect you, she will never love you. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.